live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. It's my mom's birthday, Teach. Oh, happy birthday. Thursday, February 17. Happy birthday, Nana. Uh, she'll be up in about four hours, probably. But we'll wish her a happy birthday anyway. <laughs> this show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We're, this is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Uh, Thursday morning, we are one day away from the start of the college baseball season. I'm giddy with anticipation. Skip Johnson joins us live this morning, TJ. They unveiled the uh, rotation yesterday, and uh, we'll talk about that and some other things. OU Auburn, a future SEC showdown coming up tomorrow morning down in Arlington. Sooner women uh, lose back-to-back games. They got beat at home last night. Texas Tech got them 97-87. Texas Tech men win against Baylor last night in front of Patrick Mahomes and a crazy crowd, 83-73. And uh, I am currently settling in, TJ, to watch the men's curling semifinals, which are about to start. U.S. and Great Britain this morning. We get the Brits in the semis, TJ. Uh, I will def- I will give you folks out there listening a uh, warning if I'm going to give an update. But... Uh, I'm excited about this. We needed a win last night to get into the semifinals, Tej. Clutch delivered against Denmark last night to get into the semis. So we get the Brits here today. I know you're excited about that as well. Good morning, TJ. How are you? Oh, good morning. I'm great. How are you? How's it going? (laughs) It's good. I got the ice ice machine fired up in the other room. Like this morning you fired it up? No, no, no. I, I started it yesterday, but you're supposed to cycle oh, you gotta through. Have, yeah, you got to have some cycles and give it time, yeah. Yeah, a couple of sets of ice uh, or a couple of, you know, uh, you got to let it cycle through a couple of times just in case there's, you know, whatever in the lines or I don't know why. You just yeah. So I haven't used it yet, but I, I started it yesterday so that I could do it this morning because I know how excited everyone is to hear my review on the ice machine. So uh, at some point this morning, I will go get a uh, a cup of ice 
fill it with probably something crazy like water, and I will give you a review. I went nugget ice, small ice, to uh, start, and I'll give you a review on the ice machine. So that's the exciting thing going on in my life this morning, Teach. Curling and the ice machine. Sounds what about very, you? Sounds very exciting. More exciting than what I've got going on. I've got oatmeal and you. Oatmeal. Regular oatmeal or like cinnamon apple? Uh, one package like of regular mixed with a package of cinnamon. Whoo! Is that is that safe? Is that safe? I, I mix every morning. I put one regular Quaker oatmeal and then one of my Kodiak flavored brand oatmeals together. Yeah. This guy is crazy, folks. Living on the edge. Today, cinnamon. Uh, Some days it's maple. Some days it's chocolate chip. You never know. Man. Wild child, I tell you. Hey, uh, did you get there okay today? Any problem? Anything slick or anything? Not here, no. It rained overnight, and it was sprinkling on my way to work, but I think most stuff's north of us, so. All right. No uh, problems. Wherever you're. Wherever you're listening across the state, um, the storm, or the rain is kind of moving as we speak out of central Oklahoma. You're getting it in Tulsa right now. Storms and rain. And, uh, did you get any uh, thunder boomers rattle you awake last night, Teach, or did you sleep right through it Slept all? Slept right home? through it all if I did. Uh, I heard boy. some uh, rumblings before I went to bed, like some light thunder, but nothing that ever woke me in the night. So we got a wintering mix, is what I like to call it, TJ. A wintering mix that is moving in now. Going to get a little snow. You're going to get a little uh, sleet. Uh, nothing crazy. I, I haven't seen any school cancellations or anything. Have you? I think we're I think we're all good in that regard. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just going to be a wintry mix day. So if you're getting out, you could have some. Bridges and overpasses, depending on where you're listening to us at, that uh, could be a little slippery out there. So you might give yourself a couple of extra minutes if you're heading in today. But nothing we can't handle. High of 32. Tomorrow we're right back up there, TJ. Tomorrow high of 52 and sunny. So uh, we'll melt this all away. Melt it all away. Uh, what do you want? You know, I heard after the show yesterday, I, I went on my walk. Got four in yesterday, Teach, because I knew I wasn't going to get to go today. So I was like, I got to give a little extra effort. You got four miles? Yeah, that's right. Whoa. So I went on my walk. That's a good walk. Thank you. And then I I had some interviews to do. I had a a sponsor interview to record with OERB. Did a podcast last night with some guys. Did another interview with – but Chris came on. We did a podcast, and he goes – I'd like to thank you. Uh, you kind of drove the whole show yesterday. We talked about uh, your grumpiness and fans and things. And I was like, oh, well, you're welcome. Then my wife came home from work yesterday afternoon. And she said, did you hear the Chris Plank show? I said, no, I didn't hear any of it yesterday. She said, they were talking about how grumpy you are after basketball games. She was laughing about it and everything. <laughs> I did catch – I went to pick Chloe up from school, and I caught uh, – Tyler and uh, uh, Parker together. That uh, the show that we, you know, locked up. What do we call yeah, it? Locked up. Locked up. Locked up show. And um, locked out. Locked out. Locked, locked in. Locked in. Yes. Up. Lo- locked in. Yes. 
We've locked them somewhere. I don't know exactly where we've locked them, but uh, Tyler was giving Parker a hard time about me unfollowing him, and they were talking about uh, me being a little grumpy. So I guess my grumpiness really drove the station yesterday, it sounds like, TJ. We drove content yesterday. To the point that when Chris's show started, he's like, can you stay with me? I need to talk to you on my show. Uh, And then he interviewed me about you and your grumpiness and then allowed me to hand the show over to Josh. So (laughs) I had to to hold over (laughs) to answer some (laughs) interview questions for Chris Blaine. (laughs) What was he wanting to know? Um... How, why, why you're like you are, why you are like you are this week, the difference between your attitudes coming off of losses of football as compared to basketball over the last couple of weeks, um, how much is that is fan driven, crowd driven, uh, I don't know, it was along those lines of questionings. Yeah, he asked me on the podcast, he goes, I have a theory, can I bounce it off of you? I, yeah, sure. And he said, I think you are grumpier on your show after basketball losses than any other sport. And I said, yeah, that no, that's 100% correct. Yeah, I told him that too, yeah. And it's... It's, it's true love, college basketball. That's what I told well, him. Well, yes. The, yes, that is a part of it. But it's also a timing thing. I mean, I get, after a football game, I've got a whole day of buffer. I got all Sunday to unwind, deprogram, mm-hmm. chill, be with my family, not pay attention to message boards, all that kind of stuff. I don't hear any, you know, baseball, there's so many games that I'm not too high or too low on any one game, and they're on the weekend too. And, you know, I'll be, I might be upset with how the broadcast went the night before or whatever, but, you know. Basketball is the toughest travel, the shortest sleep, and sometimes I'm on the air like three hours after we landed, getting back from somewhere. So I might not have slept very well, and it just happened like five minutes ago. Yeah, and it layers on top of you. When they're in a bad stretch the way they have been over the last few weeks, it's one right after the other. You don't even have time to recover before the next one comes along, and then when yep. they're not playing well, it just keeps you, – you're right. not in a stretch of football even when it's every Saturday where you're coming in here and you've unfortunately lost seven of eight or, you know, eight of ten, whatever it may have been. You don't get in that stretch of football. So, But what gets me grumpy is not so much how they play. When I am – I told this to the guys I was on with last night. I am very minimally affected by wins or losses. I am significantly more affected by how broadcasts go. Um, you have to be in this business. You know, there have been, we've talked about this a lot, TJ, there have been OU wins in all sports in which I was in a terrible mood afterwards because we had a bad broadcast technical difficulties or I botched the biggest call or something went wrong or whatever. And we've had games that Oklahoma lost in all sports where I was in a great mood afterwards because we had a great broadcast. Um, so I'm very minimally affected by 
uh, whether Oklahoma wins a game or not. This crowd thing right now has me <laughs> highly does. irritated. It does. I sent you video this morning of I, Texas Tech. What's team. funny is I saw that tweet already last night, and I said, oh, T- Toby's not going to like that tweet, and then you sent it to me this yeah. morning. So, yeah. It, we're going to be there Tuesday. I'm going to be in Ames Saturday. I was just in, you know, I, I, that irritates me. When I go to these other places and I see what it's like, and then I come back home, that irritates me. And it should irritate everybody. I do not understand why it's like that in Lubbock, Texas, and it's not like that here. You cannot give me a good reason. Well, the good reason was it was a top 15 matchup last night for that oh, one. But it's like, like that Texas? every game. Like Texas, Texas was not a here? top 15 matchup. Top 20 Texas... matchup, but it's the Red River Showdown. But the Oklahoma the Sooners were not a top 20 matchup. They're not a ranked team. That, that's my point. That was two ranked teams last night. But Lubbock's built that. So no, I, I don't know how they've built what they've built in such a short period of time. It is amazing. It's cool. Um, I don't know what their secret was to locking that in for people. Are they better fans than OU fans? In Lubbock? Um, yes. They certainly support their basketball and baseball teams a lot more. I think they cling to those things because they don't have the powerhouse of football. They pack out football stadiums, not all the time, but when yeah. you know a lot. No, I don't. I don't have an answer for you on what they've done with basketball. It's been impressive. It is because it, it have, wasn't it, like that. It, it wasn't like that at all. No, it was a when I started doing this job, it was the worst atmosphere in the Big Twelve. It was a laughing stock. Nobody was at their games when we would go out there. It was a barren wasteland. And they haven't been more successful than Oklahoma over the last decade. Yeah, I mean, you could say that they have. It's not true. I- I'm looking right now, and I'll double-check this, but I'm, what, the, what I'm looking at right now says they've had two. Now, last night they got their 20th win, so that's their third 20-win season in the last decade. They've gone to four NCAA tournaments. Oklahoma's been to seven of the last eight. They went to a national championship game and a Sweet 16. OU's been to a Final Four and a Sweet 16 in the same amount of time. So, how? How'd they do it? I, you know, I don't know. Is it, some, is it marketing? Market, is it, is they it marketed marketing? somehow and got it to lock in. Now, it's helped that they've been consistently good for four or five years now. That helps. They, had, they, won, they won the last two years before this, they won 18 games and 18 games. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what your answer is. I don't know. I, I've heard different excuses, different reasons from people over why. Um, I think OU fan right now is also sitting in a limbo stage of not caring about the Big 12 or what's going on because they just want out and want to get to the SEC and start this, this grand is not thing. This a Big 12 and, thing. And I hear from people that they don't care to go and watch these teams. And that's that's that doesn't make sense in college basketball because it's the best conference out there. But I'm telling you, the, the things that How get about floated baseball? to me. How about gymnastics? I, I can't tell How about you. wrestling? How they're about better, volleyball? They're better fan bases. I mean, if that's that's the answer, if that's what you want me to get to there. No, I don't want you to say that. I don't want that to be true. 
I, I just want to know, like, what's the answer? I don't think it is true. They're certainly not bigger. They're not more historic. They're not more tradition-rich. But they do show up to support their teams. So it, it, does marketing have to do a better job? Are ticket prices to all the customers? I don't want to spend all day on that on this. I don't. We've talked enough about it. I want to move on and talk about some other things today. But that's what gets me grumpy. Just because you, I love just this place. Be, I just want you to be happy, okay? I love this place. I love these coaches. I love these teams. I love these fans to my core. And when I go to other places and I see atmospheres like last night, which we're about to see two straight times, again, everywhere we go, Auburn, amazing atmosphere. I'm worried about Oklahoma going into the SEC. Not from a competitive standpoint, not from a recruiting standpoint, not from uh, from a facility standpoint, all these things that get talked about. I'm not worried about any of that at all. Oklahoma's going to be fine. Oklahoma's going to win. Their facilities are going to be top-notch. Oklahoma is a tradition rich as uh, with an athletic director and a group of head coaches that rival anybody in the country. But... We're about to go into, we are in right now in a lot of regards, and we're about to go into a a conference where everything those universities do mean everything to those towns. I've joked with you about your son playing a basketball game the other day. I'm not mad at you for going to your son's basketball game. That's what you should do as a father. There should not be a basketball game on the night of an OU basketball game. I'm not even joking about that, TJ. Trust me last night. When Texas Tech played Baylor, that town shut down. If they had little there league were practices little league or whatever, they rescheduled There were games going them. on. There were games going on last night in Lubbock. There were games going on every town. That's not the answer. I mean, it's it's they, more than they that. Re- TJ, listen to me. I'm right about this. Maybe there somebody was having a rogue practice, but I promise you somebody's parents like, listen, my kid's not coming. Texas Tech's playing tonight. When schedules come out for Tech baseball and basketball, and certainly in the SEC, Arkansas across the board, LSU across the board, things get scheduled around that. Games, practices, church events, gatherings get scheduled around that stuff, around what the university has going on. Oh, we can't do it that night. Auburn's got a... a, football game we can't do it that night lsu's got a baseball game well we can't do it that night arkansas is playing or whatever people aren't going to want to come parents aren't going to want to come all that kind of stuff that's the way it is and that's not the atmosphere in norman right now people either don't care or they'll go to a game if they've got nothing else going on how do you change that attitude? That's something we got to figure out. Or we are going to be a little bit of a laughing stock in the SEC because of our fan support in these other sports than football and softball. So that's what gets me grumpy. Not going to spend all day talking about it. We're going to move on to some other stuff. Underway on a T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday. Back after this. The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. 
with two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Big thanks to Norman Regional Health System. They bring you this hour, Norman Regional Hospital, the Healthplex, specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Health System serving all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, morning, Toby and TJ. Love listening to you in the mornings. Just ranching down here in Fitztown. How about that? We're on at the ranch Fitztown. today. That's like Yellowstone down Fitztown there. Fitztown sounds like you'd be tough if you lived in Fitztown. Yeah, or yeah. throw a lot of fits, maybe. Fitztown. I'd fit. I'd be. Uh, I'd be the mayor of Fitztown. You'd this fit week. in this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to us on the ranch down there. Uh, this one says, "I think the Thunder is a problem for Sooner basketball attendance. These other teams that Toby are mentioning have no other option." That'd be a case, but their attendance is way down as well right now. But there is a disposable income situation there that some do choose that now over Oklahoma basketball. Agree. I don't think it helps, but was a problem before the Thunder got here. Yeah. And that doesn't explain baseball, gymnastics, volleyball, wrestling, everything else. Let's see. Good morning, y'all. Have an outstanding day, Boomer. Thank you. Jeremy from Harlingen, Texas. Man, that guy, huh? How about that guy? He's a sweetheart. Preach, Toby. Band that drum. Bang. Are you... (laughs) He's like the only text here with a predictive text got him. (laughs) Are you going to do anything about it, or are you just going to tell everyone they're doing it wrong? Ooh, he's challenging you. This person's challenging you. I'm telling uh-huh. you, he's preach, preach, bang the drum, but do something about it. I think I am doing something about it. I think, I think this is my answer to doing something about it. If you have a suggestion for something else I can do about it, let me know, and I will gladly do whatever I can do. But uh, this is my way of trying to do something about it. I bet... More people would come to the games if they played the Benny Hill theme song when you got up to go to the bathrooms at halftime. I love that idea. I'm just, I'm just throwing that idea out there. I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Once a game, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Nobody knows what it's going to be. And uh, Benny Hill plays throughout the arena whenever I get up to go. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, this one says, so you are. By the way, yes. uh, nobody uh, younger than Fifty knows who we're talking joke. about. There used to be a comedian in England named Benny Hill that did silent comedy shows. <laughs> sorry, sorry so Parker. Old. Sorry, Parker. Benny Hill. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, OU Architect says, in my opinion, even when teams were at its best, the LNC has never been uh, an intimate environment for fans. People don't go partly because the arena is not a good fan experience. So far from the action, etc. Play a few games at McCaslin. Which we've had that thrown out quite a bit about play a game or two here. And you and I, neither one, disagree with that. I would love to see a few games here and there in McCaslin. Love the idea of playing at McCaslin. Love the idea of OU building about a 7,000, 8,000 seat 
arena on I-35 that's easier for people to get to and uh, making a, a better fan situation there. But this whole blaming it on the Lloyd Noble Center thing doesn't really fly with me. Like, come on. Well, the question is. It's not like you're sitting on nails when you're there or <laughs> you have to, you know, I, it's not that bad. You're not any more removed from the action than you are inside Chesapeake Energy Arena or, you know, some of these other venues we, we go to. Now, there are some that, like the Auburn Arena is one of the coolest ones I've ever been in. I mean, it was suffocating. It felt like everything was right on top of the floor. That was great. Uh, but I think we make too much out of, oh, it's just no fun to go to the Lloyd Noble Center. Well, let's make it more fun then. Uh, other university communities do not shut down all activities that might interfere with university games. People at Texas Tech, Arkansas, LSU, Auburn attend because they have top-shelf marketing and facilities. That, uh, something got them here. That a far outstrip OU. I don't think that's what they meant to say there. Look at Texas Tech, Arkansas, Auburn's arenas and compare it to the LNC or Eldell Mitchell ballpark. Um, I, I, you know, I'm exaggerating that everything shuts down. I am not exaggerating that it is a bigger deal in the community. You guys can't slough this off and tell me it's not true. It is true. It is true. Whether things get planned around the university games in those communities, they, the pride in those communities, the entire town is attached to the university. The whole meaning of the town is the university in Fayetteville, in Auburn, in Tuscaloosa, in Lubbock, in Manhattan, uh, on and on and on, in Waco. And whether they cancel all activities or not, I'm sure that's not entirely true. But they do know that we're going to have a hard time getting attendance this night at whatever we got going on if we are competing with a Texas Tech basketball game or an Arkansas baseball game, you know, heaven forbid, football, all that kind of stuff. That's not silly, TJ. That's 100% right. That's 100% correct. Now, do facilities need to be upgraded and all that kind of stuff? Of course. I was just at Auburn's baseball facility. It's not that much nicer than Eldell Mitchell Park. It's not. Uh, their basketball arena is much better. Uh, Arkansas's baseball stadium is unbelievable. You're right about that. Bud Walton Arena, great as well. So let's build a new facility, okay? Let's help us. Let's get together and let's build a new arena that we all love. Let's improve the baseball stadium. I'm donating every home run. Join in. Help us build a new baseball arena or help a new baseball stadium. Let's get one that's as good as Arkansas and Auburn and all those things you want so that you'll come to games. We're trying. Been trying to raise money now for how many years? If you build Let's it, do it. They will come. I mean, if that's the problem, then let's do it. Let's build a new one. Let's pass whatever we let's don't let's don't fight everything that comes along. Let's jump in and do it. Let's make it what you want it to be.
Okay. I didn't know. Is that it? I was, didn't know. know if I was ready to jump in or not. Yeah, uh, no, you're good. <laughs> let's see here. Uh, last one I'll give you here. Boy, there's some long text today. Uh, you change it by winning consistently. That's it. In North Carolina, women's soccer sells out. I never hear you complaining about the lack of fans at OU soccer. How many soccer games do you attend? <laughs> if they were contending for championships, you might go to a game just like softball. You went to a championship tourney game. I guarantee you wouldn't go to the softball game if they were bad. Just so you know, we bought a mini pack of men's basketball tickets this year and attended every one of those games. Quit blaming the fans. It's not cheap to attend a game and buy anything from concessions. Then they lose. Picked a bad fight. Sorry. Congratulations (laughs) for you going to all the games. I'm not talking to you. I appreciate it. You're buying tickets and you're going. I'm not blaming the fans here, and if it comes off that way, I apologize. I'm simply holding a mirror up here. I go to lots of games across the board. Nice try. I buy tickets to lots of games across the board. I just bought five tickets for an Oklahoma basketball game for my family to go. Um, I go to volleyball, wrestling, soccer, softball. If I'm not broadcasting them, a lot of times I go. I can't go to everything, but I go to as much as I can to help support other programs. So nice try. 6.36 in the morning. Back after this. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Did you know what the gifts were the football team got yesterday? You saw that video, right? Uh Uh-oh. Am I on the air right now? Welcome back, everybody. You're sorry. Yeah, Thursday, you, 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 I was yeah, on the yeah. phone. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Did You You saw the video when uh, Venables gave all the players gifts yesterday, right? Um, yes. Did you know what that was? No, and I still don't. Like, I saw someone post that they were recovery boots or something. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> okay, now explain I'm that so to glad. me. Like, so, so well, I'm still confused, so explain it to me. Because I, I, I <laughs> okay. was going to come in this morning and ask you, so I, I forgot. I'm glad you brought it up because I was sitting there, and I, they were all so happy, and I'm like, someone open your box so I can see what yes, it is. exactly. Me too. Yes. I thought they were Jordans or something. You're right, I, I did too. That's, I that's did too. how excited kids get when they get shoes. We've seen that with the basketball teams through the years, and the football team for that matter. It was a great video. Brent's like chewing him out for not picking up trash or something. And he's like, we're going to go scrub the locker room. And the players are like, all right, yes, sir. And they go in there, I'm sure, grumbling. I can't believe we got to go clean the locker room. And they walk in, and there are gift bags. They're not gift bags. They're like, they look like vinyl-sided lunch pails mm-hmm. on everyone's locker. And they go nuts. They, they knew immediately. They go crazy. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're like, it's Christmas Day. And I'm like, would somebody open it up so I can see what it is? And nobody ever did. And then I saw some of the replies that you did, that they're recovery boots. <laughs> I thought, wait, what? Yeah, what does that even I mean? There's, there's a like one of those Thera guns in there, too. You know, these new massage things that. Okay. Uh, yeah, you just I've like pound your muscles with. Uh, you'll see players on the bench sometimes using it on their thigh or their uh-huh. shoulder or whatever. I think one of those is in a. I guess they're each eleven, twelve hundred dollars for one of those, you know, kits. But 
<laughs> I was like, what? they're going bananas over recovery boots? That's amazing. <laughs> you and I were sitting there I, I, at 48. I don't even know like, what a recovery boot is. Like, what is I, I can't even. I, I don't even know what a recovery boot does. Like, make your ankles feel better? <laughs> what is a recovery boot? Well, Please tell me what it does. They go all. It's the boot is a misleading word. It kind of goes all the way up your legs. It's like it's like a cast. Oh, okay. I know you what you're slip talking your about. Whole then. Leg I, okay, into. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I've got it now. I've got it in my mind now. What it is? But I don't know what they do. I don't know if they massage or if they heat or if they cold or all of the above. I don't know exactly what they do. We are obviously not elite the level enough athletes to understand <laughs> the value of a recovery boot. I'm sure it's great. It costs a lot of money. And for them to be as excited about it as they were, it must be awesome. But I was watching that video going, would somebody please open up their shoes so I can see what kind of shoes you got? Because that's very awesome. It was a very cool unveil. And it ain't good enough. <laughs> that yeah, video, too. At him yesterday. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, so anyway, that video unveil yesterday, uh, we've had a couple of those lately. How about Mackenzie Milton going in on Norman yesterday? That rankled some feathers. Yeah, he, uh, he really likes the area he lives in, in Orlando, in that area, so, uh, people aren't coming there. You love Orlando. I like Orlando. I like a good Disney, uh, Disney trip, so, um, mm. but yeah, he, uh, Basically said uh, Norman was garbage. Maybe he's right the way you've been uh, after us the last few days, so I don't know. No, he's not right. Norman <laughs> is great. Norman is great. We is could he... use a little more fan support in basketball, but Norman is great. Um, but uh, let's see, what does he say? When you have great fan experiences, great experiences on campus, and it's lucrative, that's the best recruiting pitch possible. Would you rather be in Orlando, Florida, or somewhere in the Midwest? It's a no-brainer, McKenzie Milton said. Go ahead and say Lincoln, Nebraska. I dare you, said radio host Mike Bianchi. What about Norman, Oklahoma? Milton replied. <laughs> and then he tweeted after receiving some uh, pushback on the tweeter. Quote, not shade, y'all. It's fact. There's a reason Orlando is the fastest-growing city in comparison to these other places. I'm sorry, but the only recruiting pitch these Blue Bloods have is they are just that. No one is jumping out of their seats to move to Lincoln or Norman. End quote. I felt like going old man on him with that, but I knew it wouldn't go anywhere. But, you know, I chose to move back here. Well, to stay here, actually. Um, from Enid. From well, I was in Dallas before, uh, since I've been in Enid. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I chose Dallas. the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. I chose Norman because I felt it was a better place to raise a family and to be, and I love the community of it. So, yeah, people do decide to move and stay in Norman um, or the area around it even. So I felt like old man when he was like, I was like, this 20-something-year-old punk, what does he know? So well, it's just a Orlando. Orlando's like, great. I'm not going to argue with him. It's a great place to uh, visit. If I if I'm booking a vacation and want to go to an amusement park, I'm probably going to Orlando. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not going to Orlando. Nor do I care to move there. 
And now you can have it. I don't even want yeah. the amusement parks. But, like, uh, the best college towns are all like what we've been talking about this morning, right? They're small towns where the college owns the town. Uh, you're not competing with a mouse. What are the best college towns in America? I thought Madison, Norman until Wisconsin this week. Comes to town. Madison, Wisconsin comes to town, right? <laughs> yeah. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't even know. You, you yeah. name it. Go to Fayetteville during towns. a baseball series, you know. State College, Pennsylvania. Um, you know. You name it. This, this, the, the, the SEC towns around. A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are in uh, small towns. Almost all the, other than Austin, almost all the Big 12 uh, schools are in small. So, yeah, I mean, he's just wet behind the ears. Whatever. Who cares what he says? Uh, 6.48 in the morning. 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in today. Morgantown, West Virginia is a cool college town, by the way. I've always liked Morgantown. You could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the morning show. You have chosen wisely. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show, and they bring it to you on National Kindness Day. Boss Lady wants all of you to know out there it's National Kindness Day. Be nice on the text line. Quit being morons, you jerks. Is it National Kindness Day? Is that is it what National it is? Kindness Day or just kind, act of, Acts of Kindness Day in Norman? Acts of Kindness Day. Sorry. There's no better <laughs> spokespeople for Acts of Kindness Day than you and I. <laughs> Sports talk radio hosts. <laughs> you morons! Did you come to a game, you sorry, lousy fans? Nobody's We've got to be kind that. today. It's acts it. of, that's exactly what you've said for four days that's to me now. No, not Telling me I'm said. a loser because I go to my son's stuff that I need to well, quit being a good father. Well, you are a loser. Yeah. You, everyone else is fine. Stop you being a good are father. a loser. Quit going to his games. You could be a better father by showing him example of how OU always comes first over family. That's the example <laughs> you should be showing him. <laughs> it is Acts of Kindness Day, though, in Norman. Chris Plank's going to be live today from First United it Bank, is, highlighting a ran- great acts around the community. National Random Acts of Kindness Day is what it is. We're doing something nice for everyone. Yeah. The Ref 1400 AM right here in Norman. If you uh, get by Beanstalk, which they opened, uh, you, I don't know how many they've have had through there since 6 o'clock. They opened at 6 this morning, but uh, we have bought everyone... Uh, the first 50 people, they're a cup of coffee this morning over at Beanstalk. So that's that? our part. I didn't have anything how to about do with that? that, so I still have to do something You think something they've nice. sold 50 yet, or you think they still got I don't know. I don't know how busy they've been to go. over there. Once word gets out All that right. there's free coffee for the first 50 people, look out. No. Yeah. Get by there, folks. Just you do might, something nice for someone today. Half hour, hour, you might be able to get some free coffee and on us. Be nice the on ref. the text line. That's what I'm being told. Be nice on the text line. Quit acting the way you normally do, people. <laughs> we'll take a phone call real yeah, fast before the top of the hour. Let's get Logan in here. Good morning, Logan. 
Hey, Toby, TJ, uh, good morning. Hope you guys are doing good. Good morning. Uh, yeah, just, uh, so wanted to talk a little bit, uh, bit of basketball with y'all. Um, first off, starting with this season, man, it's, it's just been a frustrating one. Uh, and I, I know that I'm saying that as a fan. Uh, so I know that even more so for the players and coaches and staff, it's, you know, a hundred times worse for them. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just uh, it's been a frustrating year because they've I think that they overachieved um, in non-conference, kind of you know got off to a pretty good start. And uh, but man, since we picked conference, it's uh, you know it's been tough. Haven't been able to pick up very many games here. Um, you know, so uh, ho- hopefully they can they can just kind of band together. And I I think it's a long shot to make the tournament now. With, with losing to Texas at home really hurt us. We're going to have to, you know, steal some road games that we're not supposed to, which I don't really see that happening, but hopefully we can. Um, so, but main reason uh, that I wanted to bring up, you know, talking about fan attendance. So I'm, you know, I'm 23 years old. So I know that OU basketball attendance has been pretty much the same, same way for all of my life. And I know that people older than me have, said well it's basically been that way forever but uh um you know thinking back to the Kruger era I think one of his uh, I mean love Long Kruger awesome guy definitely you know saved the program from the disaster that was the Jeff Cable era um so I mean love Kruger Uh, he did a ton of great things for the program uh with that being said gotta go Logan keep going uh, quickly get your point yeah. So with that being said, it seemed like every year Kruger's team would just fall apart in February, um, you know, in conference play. Um, so, you know, getting into the getting into the numbers of it, I checked it out. So over the last six years, starting in February, we are nine games under 500. So I think that I'm not saying that's the only issue, but I think that that is part of it. That over the last you know recent years has been us going basically three and five starting in February every year. And I think that that kind of has the effect of people saying, oh, boy, here we go again. You know, same old, same old. We get right. to this stretch. Hey, I got to run, Logan. <laughs> Thanks, man. Right. Appreciate it. Uplifting phone call. Appreciate it. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.